When you start investing in stocks, you seek investment advice. When you seek investment advice, you go to the Internet. When you go to the Internet, you start believing all the wacky correlations spouted by armchair analysts. When you start believing those wacky correlations, you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh. When you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh, you offend your lactose intolerant girlfriend, who in turn moves out. When your girlfriend moves out, you can't afford rent on your own because all your money is tied up in the stock market. When you can't afford rent on your own, you become homeless and alone. Thank you. Don't become homeless and alone. Get rid of financial advice from armchair analysts and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Casey Smith and Jennifer Thomas. We've been having lots and lots of fun today talking about uh, reverse mortgages and how they might be useful. Yeah, and so we had a, a question from uh, Luca and Christine who uh, are trying to help Luca's father, Rick, handle the fi- his finances now that he's getting a little bit older. Um, Rick's second wife spent a few months in long-term care and hospice before she passed away. Medical bills and long-term care really took a, a toll on Rick's retirement savings, and so his banker talked him into getting a reverse mortgage to supplement his cash flow. Uh, Luke and Christine were not too thrilled with that transaction. Uh, Rick is in good health, um, but they're wanting to know what would happen if he doesn't need to at some point move into an assisted living facility or long-term care facility, uh, and are there any advantages to having the reverse mortgage? Um, you know, so a reverse mortgage, the most common reverse mortgage that you see is, is uh, the HECM loan, H-E-C-M stands for Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. And it basically works just like a regular mortgage, except in reverse. So rather than uh, making payments, you take out, you take out a loan. Um, I think in this case, the home value was 285000 had an existing mortgage of like 88000 on it. Um, so they could essentially refinance it, uh, pay off the existing mortgage, and take any kind of uh, proceeds from the loan uh, as either a lump sum or use it as a line of credit or take it over a monthly you know, monthly installments. Uh, there's different ways to do it. The amount that they're eligible to take out, um, it would be based on the borrower's age, um, the current interest rate, and the value of the home. Uh, you have to be over 62 to, to do this, um, but it, you know when you take the money out, you don't make any payments. So a normal mortgage, you would make, you know, you pay principal and interest, uh, and then you'd pay off the loan over time. And so by the end of the term of the loan, it would be paid down to zero. In this case, the the interest just adds and accrues to the balance of the loan. Um, so if you have a two hundred eighty-five thousand dollar home, let's say you can take out, you know, one hundred and fifty thousand as uh, your lump sum, then you're going to pay whatever the mortgage rate is, plus there's usually a, a, an insurance premium that's tied to it because um, it has to be insured um, by the Federal Housing Authority to make sure that uh, if the loan balance eventually exceeds the value of the home, which it would if it runs long enough, then uh, there's actually no recourse to the borrower. So if you pass away, um, the um, the value of the loan or the balance on the loan is worth is more than the value of the home, then they the bank takes the home, but the children or the heirs or the estate is not liable for to pay off the the balance of the the loan. Um, so in, in this case, the situation is Rick 
is in pretty good health, but they're wanting to know what happens if he needs to go into a, a you know, assisted living facility or long-term care. Uh, it has an issue with long-term care, which it sounds like the mother did. And that could potentially be a problem. Um, if, if It looks like he used most of the proceeds from the reverse mortgage already, unless he's taken monthly installments. It's not real clear how he's he received those proceeds. But um, the, the, the big question is, if he does need to go in to move out of the house, if he no longer lives in the home for, for one year, then it's it's considered a permanent move, and he would have to either sell the house. And he has, the loan comes due at that point, basically. Uh, part of the the, um, the the paperwork in the loan and, and the requirements of the loan is that you have to be – that has to be your primary residence and that you have oh, okay. to, to maintain uh, that as your residence. You still pay the taxes. You still pay the uh, insurance. As if you um, were the homeowner. As if you were mm-hmm. the homeowner. You are the homeowner. It's just like you know a regular mortgage where the bank owns, you know, eighty percent and you own twenty percent. In this case, your the portion that you own just keeps getting smaller and smaller as right. the interest the accrues. The bank's interest then becomes greater and greater. Exactly. They so become the, more of the owner. The equity in the home decreases over time rather than increases as as the loan accrues interest. Yeah, I guess it makes sense when you think about it. Uh, the the average individual, their home is is generally considered to be their their largest asset. So this is just a way to tap into that large yeah. asset. But I mean, there still- are other ways too. I mean, he could have taken. Potentially, he could have refinanced his loan and just pulled out a cash, mu- out, a refi. cash out refi um, and used that. You know, he but you know what it doesn't. It tells us that he was pulling about thirty thousand dollars a year from his um, IRA, and I'm sure he, you know, he's getting Social Security. So th- it may have been that he. I don't know if he had enough income to be able to do that or um, I mean, I typically I don't want to say you use a reverse mortgage as a last resort, but I think it's further down the line than, you know, other ways that we would look at potentially trying to solve his problem first. Um, However, I will say that, you know, reverse mortgages today are are better than they were several years ago when they were a lot more expensive the expenses in them have gone down so it is more attractive now than it used to be it is um the rates are a little bit higher because you have to add that insurance premium on there which is usually you know a percentage of the loan amount um so it's um so if your interest rate's five percent it may be six and a half with the insurance um that has to to be applied to it so it just means your equity is going to erode a little bit faster you know, some people take the proceeds from the reverse mortgage and use it to buy a long-term care policy, which is not a bad option. Um, you know, if if you need to get access to some cash flow, um, tap into the equity in your home. But you could also do the same thing as Jennifer's mentioned with a just a refinance, a cash-out refi. Uh, still have a traditional mortgage. Um, that way. I mean, the difference there is you're making the mortgage payment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and if you're having, if all your your money is in retirement accounts. Um, and in this case, I think he's got an IRA worth 220000 so his mandatory withdrawals aren't you know, enough to support his lifestyle plus his Social Security. Um, but if he lower, if he's able to get that mortgage payment off his books then he, or out of his budget, then he can take less out of his IRA, so he pays less taxes, and so it has sort of a compounding effect in that mm-hmm. manner. So it's not a terrible uh, thing that he's done the reverse mortgage, and we have clients that, that have done these. It's just really important that you understand the risks of, of going into it and maybe even more importantly that your children understand that when, whenever you pass away or, or move out of that house, then 
your the equity is going to be eroding over time and there's a good chance that there's not going to be any equity left by the time that happens Mm -hmm. guys let's take a real quick break we'll come back and uh, answer a few more questions you're listening to money talks don't touch that dial All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.